Welcome to the latest episode of The Ridge and our spotlight show, Tiller Talk, a podcast talking Ridgeview Wolfpack football with head football coach Todd Tiller. You can listen to our podcast on Facebook at The Ridge homepage, facebook.com forward slash tracking the pack. Our host service, Anchor FM, Pocket Casts, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, and Spotify. Subscribe to the podcast and tell your friends and share. I'm your host, Rod Mullins, and before we dive into another week of Wolfpack football, The Ridge, and this podcast, Tiller Talk, it's a great way of supporting Ridgeview Wolfpack athletics while at the same time getting your message out to an audience locally, regionally, and even worldwide. If you're interested in sponsoring this podcast, let us know. We can be reached by Instant Messenger on our Facebook page, or you can reach us at trackingthepack at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. And now, on to this week's episode of Tiller Talk on the Ridge. Welcome back for another week of our podcast of Tiller Talk here on Anchor FM, we've got Google Podcasts, we've got Apple Podcasts on there, Spotify, so we're glad you've joined us here on our podcast as we sit down to talk Ridgeview Wolfpack football once again with the head coach of the Wolfpack, Todd Tiller, and so we're glad you've joined us, and coach, thanks for being with us, we knew you were going to be with us again this week, but we really didn't know what the situation was going to be this week as we did not know if there was going to be a game or not. And now, since uh, we've gone through the weekend and through the first of the week, now it's materialized. We have a football game to be played, a plus one game, as it will be called, on Saturday at Wolfpack Stadium. So, welcome back. Tell us a little bit about it. Well, thank you for having me. And, uh, yeah, finally, finally, we get another game. And I guess we've been at this for, since February official practice you know but it's been a little bit longer than that of course and to finally get our fourth game uh feels pretty good for that but uh and i'm glad these seniors are going to get another uh home game so it's going to be saturday against richlands 1 p.m at ridgeview um we'll do senior night uh, honor all the seniors that we have and uh you know we've opened up to actually get I think 500. Yep. So, uh, you know, the seniors, instead of getting just one ticket or two tickets, you know, they'll actually be able to get um, a couple more, hopefully, there for anybody that wants to see them that's not been able to see them this year. And which, at home, we've only had one other game there. So that's that's why we're, we were happy to get a home game. Um because it was the very first game of the season. We were home, and we'd hoped to have played battle or union there and uh, for other, but just did not happen. So, But uh, thankful that uh, everything got worked out, and uh, Richlands uh, uh, and agreed, and we got them to come over and everything, and uh, I think it's going to be a good game. You know, Richlands always – it's always a, mm-hmm. a, a good draw, definitely. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, the last time Ridgelands uh, played at Wolfpack Stadium, that was for one of those region playoff games, and, yeah. and Ridgelands did come out on the winning end of that one. But, of course, you're all hoping for a different outcome this time around. This is this is a game more so, I guess, of like you just mentioned, the seniors. It's a pride game. 
all of these sort of things. Richlands, they're not going to the playoffs. And likewise, we're, we're going to talk a little bit about Ridgeview not making the playoffs. But, you know, there were a lot of things going on in the background as we spoke last week and some things that were happening, going on, different things like that, that kind of didn't materialize in favor. And then out of the blue comes Union, who you were supposed to be playing that last game of the season. Union ends up playing and picking up a game and playing east side. I don't know if you want to call it a plus one game or just a game that, you know, how you want to call it, but still it was a surprise. And, you know, I gotta, I've got to ask you, though, do you feel like in a way that maybe you kind of got slided down the road here a little bit with those two games and missing all because of this whole thing of quarantining somebody and then it just it punished you in the end of it? And this is something that the Virginia High School League, I believe, would have said or at least has said, we're not going to punish or penalize any of the teams. But in turn, it really did. It kind of penalized uh, the Wolfpack more than anything else. Yeah, you know, it's uh, – and and I know the VHSL was hoping that it could go out without – you know, go on without any hitch and, and anything come up. And, and But, yeah, I, I do. I, I mean, I feel slighted. I do. And, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I think that – you know, definitely, uh, we are one of the top four teams. I mean, but I know how the, the everything was set out and how it was supposed to go. And, you know, we just got to go deal the hand, uh, deal with the hand we were dealt. Uh, you know, it's one of those mm-hmm. situations I can tell you, hey, it's adversity. We can only control what we can control. Let's try to try it move forward with that and kids kids were very upbeat today you know they they mm-hmm. love being out there and you know they understand that yeah it's it's kind of like a bowl game for us i guess we want to go mm-hmm. show out let these seniors have a uh, great final memory uh of their playing career at ridgeview before they go on uh, into their endeavors of whatever they they do and become successful uh, uh, gentlemen in the future. And I tell you, that that's the best part for it. I, I know it's a little disappointing and disheartening that, you know, the season didn't go exactly how you won. Then. It's not because of losses. It's just because of the times we're living in right now. Right. Of, you know, we dealt with what battle there and there's, we go two weeks and, you know, try, you know, we discussed scheduling the game and kind of came back with, hey, well, but if Battle's able to reschedule this, you're not, you know, you can only have six games and all this. And mm-hmm. you know, hindsight, of course, is always 2020 and been like, mm-hmm. we had, uh, was ready to call Martinsville and uh, a couple of other schools that had openings those two weeks there that, that we could have mm-hmm. just to play. It wouldn't have mm-hmm. because this year, you know, the regions each did their own thing, and um, and they came up with how they were going to send the teams to the playoffs there instead of eight, you know, mm-hmm. down to four. So they go with PowerPoint. Mm-hmm. Region D, I know Richlands was a little upset too. I do believe. I think that mm-hmm. we're going to get in as well, even though they'd lost both games and. Um, 
you know, they'd lost a couple games in the Southwest District. So mm-hmm. they took the top two from each, and that's how that's how it played out. But yeah, well, um, I guess kind of just perturbed. Yeah, perturbed. Perturbed. That's a great word there. Thank yeah. you, Roger. That's definitely a well. I mean. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, that's about the only way I can describe it. It's it it leaves you with the, it leaves you with a bad taste in your mouth. Yeah. But at the same time, you kind of like, I'm I'm looking forward to this. You know, hey, we're going to finally at least get a chance to end this crazy season on a winning note, an exclamation point, or at least set out to do that. But you know, it's um, you know, it's it's one of those things that's kind of caught everybody off guard. And you know, we. We talked a little bit about this last week. There were so many things that were going on in between our last podcast and this one coming up, or this one we're doing right now. And one of those was the uh, the battle about personal rights, COVID, athletics, Governor Northam, and the Commonwealth. And all of this coming from Greene County in Virginia with a man filing a complaint against the governor, uh, the health district up there that's in charge of that, and also um, Green County Public Schools, the way they've handled all this. It seems like the kid was a uh, was a player on the William Monroe High School football team, and then he was, I think, almost in a very similar situation. This was a COVID exposure uh, back on March 20th, and then all the tests came back negative, including the man's son in this, but it penalized everybody in between. And I know you read that, you read that story. Yep. We posted it up yep. on the Ridge, but I mean, this almost is exactly descriptive of what you guys, although the test was positive in the case of the one young man on the team, but that one young man didn't mean for it to happen but it penalized and punished everybody outside that bubble, so to speak. Yeah, you know, and um, I, it came down, um, you know, that nobody else caught it or it was transmitted, so um, which is a good thing. But, yeah, the, the gentleman that caught it, uh, yeah, it kind of does uh, fall along right with that story almost that there about uh, uh, the infringement there in Greene County and, you know, uh, we also discussed that it was like, you know, so if everybody got tested and everything, could you, but mm-hmm. that was what they did in the, the pros. They were doing that in the major league mm-hmm. in, in the uh, NFL and everything when was testing and, and having that, and if you had a negative, then okay. Um, you know, VHSL, I guess uh, for better would, would kind of just like, Hey, uh, we're just going to go with whatever the local health district was. And that's, that's what it was ultimately, I guess, is decided the department of health, they called them. It's like, uh, you know, or I know, I know this on, on Friday morning when I found out, I immediately called my people above me. And Mm -hmm. next thing I know, we're, being told, hey, we're done for, for two weeks. We're done without it. You know, it, no, it's mm-hmm. whatever. It was like, wait, well, uh, okay. Uh, wow. And it went from, you know, I, I could see where a parent would feel that their kid was kind of on with that if they had negative tests to back it up, you know. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I could, I could understand the uh, the reasoning behind a, a parent doing that, though. Yes, very. Much. Uh, I, I, well, I understand it too. I mean, I can, I can understand from standpoint. You, I mean, you've got kids. You know, I've, I've got one that's already gone through high school and everything, and it's, it's, you know, it's, it's still one of those things that you kind of, you kind of scratch your head. And you're wondering, and again, this is one of those things. You said it best right there. The Virginia High School League went through this process of more than anything else, we're going to go with what the locals yeah. say in this yeah. case. And, you know, and I, and I respect that in one way of saying, okay, the locals know more what's going on in their neck of the woods, but it's, it's almost like a, um, a standing tall and quicksand sort of thing. You're going down and you're sinking during this whole time and you're still standing there rigid to the belief of we've got to stick to this 14 days we've got to do all this stuff and uh it kind of in in the meantime it's going to knock somebody out of the whole thing so yeah and and it and it has and and it's reared its head again like i mean you were discussing earlier with um the uh the uh um king william in the one seat Mm -hmm. in the region a you know they they're out now they're out because of the test and yep. Amelia County's moving on. So, yeah. Yeah. I saw that today and I was really shocked and I thought here, you've got the number one seed in this whole thing and they are knocked out. Yeah. They are, they've called it quits for the season and it's over with. And, you know, we have to look back on another thing too. One of the teams that's made the playoffs out of group two a mm-hmm. is yeah. Taswell and Taswell and Virginia high had to postpone their game because of a, supposed uh, quarantine of a player testing positive, and they had to postpone a game. But then here they are. They are going on in the playoffs, and we're going to talk about that right now. We're going to kind of turn our attention to that. As some of the other teams, we've got two Mountain 7 teams that's going to be participating in the playoffs. And as we said, Ridgeview's not one of them. But you've got Graham, and they're out of the Southwest District. They're going to be getting set to take on at home which is a very tough place to play in Bluefield against the Union Bears. And, uh, Coach, uh, I, we talked about this, and we'll we'll kind of make it as, as plain and simple as we can and, and kind of soften the blow, so to speak. But uh, they're, going into a, they're going into a mean territory, and Union knows well what they're getting ready to face in the well, Graham G-Men. I think this makes – about the sixth or seventh time that they've played in the playoffs in the past 10, 15 years, you know, so the so union, yeah. union knows Graham as well as anybody probably in the Southwest district knows Graham, you know, played them. And mm-hmm. actually I remember going down a couple of years ago and watching um, union win the region D against Graham uh, there. Mm-hmm. And, uh, at, at, but that was at bullet park, you know, so, they went up there. Mm-hmm. I want to say, I can't say last season. Whenever we played like the last time in the fall, and I think they went up there uh-huh. and they upset Graham up there. Um, mm-hmm. You know, but you know this this Graham team, they've got they got a lot of talent. They're loaded. They they have uh, you know right now they have great winning tradition, uh, which they've always had a great tradition. But I mean, right now they're. They're as, as um, high as any team um, around uh, the past few years. You know, we talk about Region D right now. It is Graham G-Men. And uh, mm-hmm. I just, you know, but but 
give Union credit. They'll 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 go up there and be scrappy and and then take it to them. So we'll see how it turns out. Well, for all the purists out there that have followed yeah. Cofield football for years and years and years, if you've ever heard of the name of Glenn Carlock, that was the man that just instilled that winning tradition up there, at least from the time that I was in school through the, through the, from the seventies on through the eighties, but they were a double a team at that point, And they were, they were running roughshod all over everybody. And you probably know this name too. One of the, one of the, more famous products to come out of Graham High School, played football at UVA wise, oh, yeah, Chris yeah. Austin. And and that's yeah. and so uh, now it, I can Yeah. So Yeah. And you know and Chris Chris told tales about Glenn Carlock and the way that you had to do things up there. And it was it was just it was like it was religion there at Graham. Yeah. I mean it yeah. was just unreal. You know, uh um did a lot. They they definitely uh Never, I never had the pleasure of meeting uh, Coach Carlock, but uh, you know, I did have the pleasure of uh, meeting his son and, and working with his son, and actually, you know, uh, coached against him in basketball and everything. And um, uh, mm-hmm. of course, heard a lot of stories about Glenn. But yeah, uh, Graham G. Man, it's a, it's a program of tradition that they've had several throughout the years. Well, we've talked about that game. The other game that's going to be taking place, we should say that that game will take place on Saturday. And so uh, we'll hopefully have some updates and scores on that one to see what's going on in that playoff game. But the game that's happening on Friday night is going to be, whoa, the team that challenged Graham right there just a couple of weeks ago and took them down to the wire. And we're talking about the Tazewell Bulldogs, and they ended the season – um, I think how many losses? One or two losses uh, was it I, on the they season? They lost to Richlands. I don't. I don't. They didn't have an, uh, take another then, loss to Riverheads then, at the very, very beginning of the, which Riverheads okay. is uh, okay. another power there in Sinai. They've won the state championship in uh, like four out of the last five years down there. I think Galax was the only other team to break through in the last few years there to beat them. Um, Mm-hmm. They were actually up in the fourth quarter. Haswell uh, was, and Riverheads came back and beat them. Mm-hmm. And it was a, it was a very very um, uh, tough battle. And and you know what? I, I think I think Taswell kind of at that point was like, yeah, we can play with these guys. And and they took it to Graham. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, uh, Graham was fortunate with a couple of their drives. They got short field and were able to capitalize. And, uh, uh, you know, Taswell's tough, physical, but then turn around mm-hmm. central. Tough, physical. It'll be a great game. Yeah. I, I think so. I think it's going to be the most entertaining game in the first round. Yeah, I agree with you on that. I think it's going to be, it's going to be putting a defense of Taswell, of what they've had on the field, against, uh, against the Mullins kid from from central uh you know because not only does he you know bring into the the capability of uh, being able to throw the football he can run with it as we've talked about before so i mean there's he's multi-dimensional and taswell's going to have to really hunker down to be able to uh, to get him in check and bring him under control quick because if they do they've got a chance at beating Y central in this game but you know they're playing at home Y central's are. tough at home 
And it could I, be a I good one. It could be a real and good one. It's, it's probably going to come down to line play. Uh, you know, athletes, mm-hmm. Central's got some good athletes, but Tazewell's got some really good athletes too. You know, uh, the Josiah Jordan and, and uh, Chancellor Harris and, and those guys. And then uh, they got big lineman Herndon kid that won heavyweight at state wrestling. Uh, there. And I tell you, mm-hmm. uh, and we scrimmaged them a couple of years ago at Ridgeview. They came over and uh, um, we scrimmaged them. And, and uh, of course, when I was at Fort, we played against Tazewell uh, when this bunch was freshmen. And, you know, you could see then glimpses of uh, what they could become. And, and I tell you, they're they're there and, you know, they're going to give Central everything they want, but Central's going to turn right around and, and give them everything. It, like I say, it's going to be a physical ball game. It's gonna be one that uh, uh, a guy like myself likes to likes to watch. I like to watch those guys beat up on each other down down and uh, you know win that line of scrimmage. That's the that's the key to the game. Two references with that. It's gonna be it's gonna be a uh, it's mm-hmm. gonna be an in your face yes. smash mouth football yeah. game is what it's gonna be. And honest to goodness, whoever comes out of this one, as the old saying is, it's going to be a real slobber knocker, one way or the other. That's oh yeah, what's definitely. Going to be out of definitely. This game. That, that that's what it'll be. And you know, afterward, the winning team they'll they'll feel it. But then that next morning, both both guys, both teams will feel about the same. They're going to be sore and tired, and and they they're going to put everything they got yeah. out there on that field, though. Definitely, both teams will. Yep. Well, that brings us to our attention now to the game coming up on Saturday afternoon. Also, it's Ridgeview's plus one game yep. per se, if you want to call it that. But it's the game that's going to uh, it's going to end the season uh, officially of what you want to call this season. I I'd almost call it the pandemic there's, season there's to a certain degree. I've, I've thrown but, around uh, about it, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, and we got to keep it clean too. But, so. but it, it's kind of been, <laughs> but. but for us right now, without the playoffs, I, I liken it to a a uh, spring college spring uh, season with the ends with spring game. You know, and so this is kind of going to uh-huh. be like our spring game, even though it's against another opponent. And you know, sending the seniors off uh-huh. and and uh, uh, in a final home game and and also being able to look to the future of uh what we've got starting in the fall you know will be a quick turnaround Mm -hmm. here um this season well and we'll we'll talk a little bit we've talked about about ridgeview Uh, let's turn our attention to richlands a little bit now richlands has not had the best of seasons they have they've hung in there with some people but they've also been beaten on the field a couple of times, but I don't think that that means that they're going to be a pushover by any means. Now, when we were talking yeah. about Tazewell earlier, at one point there, Tazewell was like the doormat there for the Southwest District oh, for yeah. a lot of these teams. They, they experienced several no more. there. They did. Yeah, and Richlands has kind of experienced a rough year this year with the pandemic, with the way things have been, this the six-game season, if you want to call it that, with everything. it's It's been kind of tough on the tornado a little bit, but, you know, I, I still think you're going to see a team that's it's going to come in prepared. And, of course, you know, this is a year, too. Uh, well, they ended up, uh, if I'm not mistaken, did they lose him last year? Did they lose Mance? Did yeah. he go to South Carolina last year? No, that was that – Or was, was that uh, the year before? That was last year. That was during 
uh, spring and they, okay. they um, decided he was going to uh, retire and take his talents down to uh, South Carolina. Yeah, that kind of struck me funny right there. I mean, you know, he it just, uh, you know, he's getting out of it. And then the next thing you know, he's at Myrtle Beach or yeah. he's down there on the Grand Strand. Yeah, and he's coaching I, I think football he's again, doing so. a, uh, well, some of these uh, guys I've, I've heard, they're, they're kind of double dipping. They're going to retire in one state and they're going to go work in a few years and double dip. And uh, right. he, of course, you yeah. know, if you've ever talked to Mance or, or anything, he, he loves that, that life down there. He likes the, the, the warm beach life and everything. Uh, it's a perfect fit for mm-hmm. him. Uh, well, it suits uh, him for his old bones. And I'm not saying yeah. Greg's old, but still, it's, you know, when you when you get to that age, exactly. you kind of want to relax exactly. a little bit. But uh, but uh, Richlands is going to be – Richlands is going to be a, a, a foe that you're going to have to, you know, have some concern about. Any Anything from practice, you know, this, this past week and everything, I know that at least we've, we've got the COVID yeah. – Got our fingers crossed. Yeah. We've got the COVID thing out of the way and stuff. But injury-wise on anybody playing, you know, or, or had been playing here up until the, the two weeks that we had missed, yeah. anybody healed uh, up by that time uh, ready Xander to go Boggs, for this game? Actually, uh, he hadn't played um, since maybe – I know he played in the Central game, and I don't think he played in the Lehigh's after the Central game. He's actually come back now. So, mm-hmm. we've – Getting Xander Boggs back, and, okay. and we're happy. And Xander's a, a junior, uh, so that that's one mm-hmm. positive to us. But yeah, speaking of Richlands, you know, we we did pick them up for the next cycle in the schedule. So this is kind of like a, mm-hmm. a primer for for any of the fans that want to see, you know, us with with Richlands uh, next couple of years on the schedule there. And uh, mm-hmm. can't wait for it. And, you know, Coach Wales, the Thad Wales, he got the job. He's from Rich. Uh, mm-hmm. When I was up at Fort Chiswell, he was at uh, Blacksburg at the time. And he actually won a state championship up there at Blacksburg. So, and, yeah, that's so, right. I, mean, I remember that now. Great so. hands with him. He's a Richlands alum. And, and he came in. And so, you know, yeah, it was a little bit of a down year as far as the result they they didn't get what they wanted but i mean they played tasswell really tough they played i think the score was 21 19 um 2019 exactly i think you know and the game i actually watched uh, most of that on the nfhs uh and um you know they've got their quarterback is huge i'm the kid is like six seven. Uh, he's a big kid. He he just like dwarfs all the other kids on the team, and it's like um, he's he's impressive. I like what he does. He can throw the ball, but but like I said, he's he's six seven. He's ever, he's big big tall kid, uh, and uh, they've got uh, their best player. I think is is the Webb kid, number four, Sage Webb. He's talented receiver and uh, mm-hmm. running back, and they'll they'll move him around and get him the ball. And uh, he's got some speed, and he can make you miss. Yeah, it's hard to take open field. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, at that size too, at six seven, and being able to move, and if you can move like that, you can get away from some people. You can zig where you need to zag, and kind of get around things like that. But you know, you you give me this comparison now. 
He's six seven. It's almost like an NBA player uh, lining up, and then you've got Nick on the other side for Ridgeview, looking like <laughs> a PTA basketball player. You know, it's kind of like the size difference. And and you know, Nick is not Nick is good size. I won't say he's small well, by any means, but you know, when you've got the comparison of looking yeah. over the line and being able to see. Yeah, like three yeah. stories above yeah, the line. I so mean, it speak, is a so. different uh, disparaging uh, look between the two there. And uh, <laughs> that's what me and the coach, we were just talking. We see it with, as like on the film, as, as uh, Cox is their quarterback, as he walks by uh, one of their players, mm-hmm. which is another offense, which is an offensive lineman, not another offensive lineman, but it's an offensive lineman. And the offensive lineman is small mm-hmm. compared to, this quarterback and I'm not meaning these I'm just meaning he's six seven he's he's a good thick kid and uh he's mm-hmm. able to uh do a lot of things he throws the ball well and um uh, said uh he's you gotta bring him down I, I told uh we was talking today I was talking about one of the uh the um kids was gonna play on defense and I said well he was gonna have to bring a Paul Bunyan axe with him and chop him down that's all it's gotta be so yeah yeah, that's what's going to come down to, and they're going to have to. The Wolfpack definitely going to have to play on their best, uh, play their best ball that they have all season, and can't have a lot of mistakes yeah. or anything. Yeah. Send these guys out, these seniors, and we oh. don't want to forget too. Cheerleaders also, and I think the senior yeah. band members yeah. as well are going to be recognized. Yes, as you're well going to have the uh, senior cheerleaders and the senior band. Uh, and everything, and I can't wait. You know, like I said, we we were anxious there. We were going to have um, the band out, and finally get the band out there uh, uh, during a home game because the mm-hmm. first game, you know, they weren't allowed and everything. So then, finally opened up, and we were able to get them out there um, for this uh, for this game. And I can't wait to see that, hear that. And and to have the cheerleaders out there too. So yeah, like I said, to and we kind of did that. You know, we didn't have these kids last week. Uh, we've kind of went over our um, special team game again. You know, it was heavy special teams and and offense and working things uh, in practice the first uh, day, and then before we transition over to doing. Uh, some more defense and team stuff there. And, and of course, we'll do special teams every day. But uh, we just wanted to make sure that we're up to par on that and didn't have any of our own errors cause us, you know, on, on this day. Like I said, we want to we honor those seniors and, and let them walk off with a win, hopefully. But, it, mm-hmm. you know, the like the thing, at, at least we're getting to play finally this one last kind of to seal the deal and, right. and you know I, I just want to thank the seniors for just man you know as as I guess um perturbed as I am I'm I'm sure if I was uh them uh you know I, I would feel perturbed too if I was those kids and they want to go out and because mm-hmm. they love the game they, they just want to go out there and and uh, perform and and you know mm-hmm. we had kids say today at the end of practice like hey let's do this for the seniors you know and and kind of keep that in in mind mm-hmm. so well you know it's 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 been a it's been a tough year all the way around for you know yep. not only just football but of all the sports I mean you're cramming a lot of the fall sports I know golf is playing right yep. now um, 
volleyball. Uh, I mean, you've got all these crammed together all at once, and then you're expected to roll oh, into yeah. softball and baseball yeah. and and track and all this other stuff. And yeah. now, are you still yeah, doing track still doing for the spring? For the What's going to be yeah. okay? Because so you're 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 going to be double teaming here, yeah. so to speak. As soon as you get finished with this, and I mean, there's no playoff implications with it. But as yeah. soon as you finish, it's moving on yeah, to track yeah. because Monday's that's going to immediately start. <laughs> so. Yeah, that, that I mean, you know, wow. uh, I've never went from football to track, but uh, done football to, to basketball and done basketball to track, so it's it's kind of the same along those lines, I'm sure. But yeah, it's uh, just turn back around. We'll do track, and of course, track's a little bit different in in the team aspect. And it's more the individual um, there in that. So, mm-hmm. but. Uh, you know, we like getting whoever wants to come out and run. You know, we'll we'll have all those guys and girls out there, and uh, we'll run. And uh, uh, you know, some some football players are actually going to come and do some, and uh, we'll be doing some football stuff also during that time. You know, give them a couple mm-hmm. of weeks, and then we'll have our after school weightlifting program going, and we'll have our. Uh, um, days that we may do our seven on sevens and, and things. Of course, so it's a little bit harder, though, mm-hmm. during the spring because you've got everybody there at all times at, at some place, you know. So it'll be a little bit harder for us, I think, to uh, mm-hmm. do our seven on seven as much. Uh, we'll have to wait until times when it's not as crowded. So, Right. So, yeah. well, Saturday, one o'clock kickoff at yeah. between Richlands and Ridgeview, and we'll have uh, we'll have live updates on on the Ridge. We'll have a live update before the game and at halftime, and then following the game, hopefully, we'll get a chance to, yeah. to kind of talk with you and get your thoughts, win or lose, about the game, and uh, maybe even get a couple of chance for the seniors, kind of a couple of the seniors to get involved and oh, it, you know, kind of get them on uh, the ridge here a little bit. Some comments. Uh, I'd be all for that. You know, like I said it, it's a great group of kids, uh, the seniors, really, really and truly. And you know, I I thank them, uh, you know, for being my first senior class as the head coach here at uh, at Ridgeview. Uh, you know. <laughs> and mm-hmm. it didn't go how any of us wanted it to, but, you know, w- we learned a lot. We overcame a lot of adversity. Uh, we-, we succeeded in doing a lot of things that we wanted to do. Uh, they were helped. They definitely helped uh, try to build the culture that we're, that we're looking for. And I- I'm going to tell you, you know, those, those mm-hmm. seniors, I- I'll-, I'll brag on them here. Um, but then hopefully I, I won't regret bragging on them. But so they, uh, <laughs> we have, we have uh, you know, each grade cleans the locker room uh, daily. You know, we'll, we'll do Monday, sophomores Tuesday, mm-hmm. and, and or juniors Tuesday, sophomores Wednesday, and freshmen Thursday, everybody Friday, things like that. And uh, I had, um, I had made, the seniors clean uh, this one day, all right? And then the next day, mm-hmm. I made the underclassmen. And after the seniors had cleaned it, it, it was great. It was looked good. 
the underclassmen mm-hmm. you can imagine what it looked like in there. So, yeah, no. was, that kind of scares man, me to hear that. Locker room, they, they had <laughs> trash, they hadn't done all that, you know. It was like we want, want them to take care of their their space uh, and everything. So, well, I said, all right. Mm-hmm. I said, uh, senior. I said, uh, I want you all. You all are going to be held responsible if the if the underclassmen do not get this locker room clean. You all are going to be out there doing up downs, and up downs are you know yeah. And and I was gonna make the seniors do it. <laughs> now I'm gonna tell you what, that place looked good though after they got done. They they made sure they made sure, and, and uh, the seniors did a great job of of taking care of that. You know, so yeah. Well, it's I mean that's great that you know you yeah. got a team that's that's able to work together, and you know you hear so many you hear so many times about teams not being able to gel or, you know, work together about things. But at least when you hear things like that, that's, that's another positive and everything of what the program and and everything works going like a brotherhood and this family. And, and, you know, there's going to be moments when you Mm -hmm. don't like your family, but you still love your family, you know, and and you're going to be for them. And especially, Mm -hmm. you know, you're going to play. uh, And, like I said, it's a great group of kids, and and uh, I'm gonna miss miss these seniors definitely. Well, well, Coach, thanks for being with us. I know you've had a, a busy night and everything, I love and it. then you have to stop in here and talk to us. But we appreciate it. We appreciate it as always. We'll we'll get back. We'll talk again next week. Kind of close things out, and you know, follow up on the on the game and how it went, and tell people and talk about some other things who knows we may even have uh, Bubba back in here we may even have some more surprises next week I don't know but it'd be good if we could have maybe some of those seniors if they could uh, get in here and we could all talk maybe sit down and just you know get an idea about uh, the way that they looked at the season I think that would be a great perspective we've we've been thinking more about us and how it's uh, how it's impacted us I'd like to hear it from their That's perspective and, you know, see what it's like. We'd have several that would love to do that. So, yeah, I'm I'm all aboard for that. Uh, all right. Well, Coach, thanks for again for being with us, and uh, good luck on Saturday. And we'll talk to you on Saturday after the game, and we'll keep up with the Wolfpack well, on the ridge. And again, thanks it. for joining us. This has been The Ridge and our spotlight show, Tiller Talk, a podcast talking Wolfpack football. Our thanks to head football coach Todd Tiller for his time and helping us get the word out on Dickinson County's home team, the Ridgeview Wolfpack. If you have feedback on our episode, email us at trackingthepack at gmail.com. Join us next time for more football talk from the heart of football country in the Commonwealth of Virginia, Southwest Virginia, home to legendary football teams, coaches, players, and state champions of years past, and proving that to win a state championship in the state of Virginia, the road to a state title must go through Southwest Virginia. That's it for this week's episode. Make sure and subscribe to one of our great services listed like Anchor, Pocket Casts, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, and Spotify so that you don't miss our next episode. I'm Rod Mullins. Join us next time for The Ridge and Tiller Talk. Thanks for listening.